Hey, yo, JB, come fuck. Uh, <laughs> damn, son, where'd you find this? Uh, uh, hey, 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 We dipping, we dipping, we dipping. Yes, sir. Shout out to everybody who's uh, lit at the cookout, social distancing. Yeah, that's a good shout out. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who's marinating the ribs. Shout out to everybody with the Jerusalem sevens. That's how you know the food's gonna be good. <laughs> the toes out. The toe out specials. Or, or what was the other one? The Nike, the Grill Master Force. <laughs> But the funny thing, of, but funny thing about it is, even when we went to the cook, Uncle Leon's cookout, you saw a lot of guys who were cooking with the Moses Sevens. The food was good. Hey, you gotta respect the Moses Sevens. <laughs> that's the drip. That's the exactly. old school drip. Exactly. That's like the man Spice Adams be wearing the joints on the, on the, and the little skissy be doing. That nigga funny shit. Oh yeah! Shout out to my man Phil for making moves in New Jersey oh, now. No, that nigga had them, them them leather shits on. Oh, oh them leather shits. Yeah. Oh, with the strap. Oh, no. <laughs> you know you about to get some. Succulent you know ass what? ribs, nigga. <laughs> them, them ribs have marinated for 37 hours. <laughs> Been in the smoker for like 24 hours. What's up, folks? Dope info for your headpiece again. Hey, man, episode 84. Yes, sir. The GOAT, Randall Gene Moss. Hey. My favorite football player of all time. How everybody doing, man? Good. First off, shout out to all the new listeners, man. Appreciate everybody that's tuning in to us. Don't know shit about us. They just telling us we doing good things and we gonna keep trying to get better for y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. For real. Shout out, shout out my nigga Doug, man. Of course, out there doing his drawings and shit, man. I appreciate him. He got a little special. I ain't even tell y'all niggas, but he got a little something special for y'all. I'll show y'all when he sent it to me, but it's gonna, it's tough. Y'all gonna fuck with it. Shout out to my nigga CJ, best barber in the streets. If you need a haircut, man, get at my man Jizzle the Butcher on Instagram. Chop is is that nice. the dude we was chilling with at, yeah. uh, at Hooters? Uh, at Hooters with at the Hooters, with the, yeah. okay. That's my nigga CJ. He said he gonna come through and fuck with us too, man. So shout okay. out, shout out to CJ. Shout out to my nigga Smurf or Steve, however y'all know him, man. Anybody that Steve put on to the joint, appreciate y'all. My man Ray, that's another listener we got through my man Smurf. Anybody that uh, Brittany put on, appreciate y'all. Just, just give us that subscription, man. Y'all want y'all got anything y'all want to talk about? Send it to us. We we get into it. I got a topic later. We gonna talk about this housing crisis, man. They've been they've been telling me telling me about it. And I've been getting gathering information on the um on the renter crisis. Really, what they doing is the evictions, man. They bro, putting niggas out. I seen some shit in Texas, my nigga. That's exactly what I'm. That's exactly Ooh. the video I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah so we gonna talk about that later. Yeah. Y'all got any shout out? Shout out to my man uh, Phil for getting new business in New Jersey now. You went from deep New York. Feet. Now you going to New Jersey. Hey, hey the moment the moment uh, things open back up, we gotta come. We gonna we gotta get us lit. Um, shout out to my man. Um, we got a new follower. His name is Danny Burroughs. He's a, a personal chef. He's uh, tuning in. For all you people that um, that are trainers and you need your or you looking for a personal chef for any holiday event, contact him um, on Facebook. Um, Daniel D A N I E L B U R R O U G H S. I might holler. I need some meal plans or something. Man. Yeah, and that's what he does. Get rid of this uh, Homer Simpson gut I'm growing over the over the. Uh, that means you comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. That's that's not the way to feel right now. Should be comfortable. How did Homer say when he came home? I feel good. Remember, he grabbed the beer and the food. I feel good. When they said, I seen I seen the memes like. If you ever wondering if you need to work out or some shit, just wear your uh your bathing suit around the house. So you see you look in the mirror all the time. Yeah, like, Damn, I gotta take like out. Yeah. Yeah. But but the thing about that is though, B, um, let's I wanted to talk to you. We're gonna talk about this. Matter of fact, let's talk about it now. Hold I'm, on, hold on. I just wanna get my little shout out in there. You, oh. know, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna fuck up the rotation chili. Um, shout out to the listeners, man. <laughs> shout out to the listeners, man. Uh almost out of my niece, Talea. Her birthday was Tuesday. And she oh, apparently, tough. I just found out she fucking with the music and shit. Oh, that's um, tough. She on Apple, SoundCloud, all that shit. Okay. Her name's Sophie Lay. S O U L F U L L Y E L E I I. Sophie Lay. She got a couple of joints on. Check her out if y'all, got right. if y'all get a chance. Hey, man. Back to your, uh, what you were trying to get into, Chili. Oh, um, 
Look, you forgot already. No, I didn't. All right. Since you want to talk about <laughs> talk about that, I'm I I don't got no problem with that because problem with what? What? What you talking about? Just be clear. So problem yeah. with what? Oh, what you were ta- what we were talking about prior? Um, yeah, you smack. Yeah, <laughs> you smack. You we were talking about. You, got, you need um, some water? No. Um, <laughs> we were talking Not about. Um, <laughs> we were talking about. Um, you talking about that um, P Valley show? Yeah. Is that uh, what no, you're talking about? No, we was gonna what talk about that about? later, but. Never mind. I got the topic yeah, we gonna talk us. about. Yeah, there you, you yeah. I'll, you might want to go, go back to the papers. Bad. I know. Go right. back to the papers. We'll start the shout outs over. He might come <laughs> back to you. <laughs> you lost it. All man. eyes on chill. It's cool. I mean, we we was listening to you. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna be the first one to top uh, top in ahead, this one. Crack it over and um, spark that blunt up. The I posted this up on um, the Facebook because I wanted everybody to know what we were talking about. The bias of professionalism. Let's talk okay. about that. And I read an interesting article because it the article talked about how it kind of caters, it's kind of biased for professionalism in the workplace because it caters to certain behaviors and ideologies. You got to dress a certain way. You got to be a certain way. And I spoke about this, about y'all, about this all the time, about the Beast Mode Seahawks, Pete Carroll situation. And one thing I admire about Pete Carroll is that how he n- understands true brothers, to handle a beast mode, a Cam Chancellor, a Russell Wilson. You're talking about the coach. Pete yes, Carroll, the yeah. Earl, the Earl Thomas. And I, I wanted to say thank you. He said I have a pretty good relationship with him. Yeah, career. yeah, yeah. Now, who you just talking about? Pete Carroll. Okay. And professionalism. Now, how many people, like especially this? Let's be blatantly honest. How many people would be a Pete Carroll at a job interview if they saw Marshawn Lynch and said, okay? We get it. He's different, but the body of work is excellent, and he needs to be employed. I mean, yeah, you, that's different when but, you talk but, about a football player. But, too, but though, hold on, but that trick, but, but, but listen, but listen, but that trickleates to the nine to five, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because okay, Brandon, just because you have a sativa hat and you don't want to play golf on God, Saturday, shout out to my nigga B. Sent doesn't mean doesn't mean you can't come work for my company. Doesn't mean that even though you don't want to come to happy hour with us, you know, you prefer to do your own thing. That does not mean you're antisocial. You feel me? Just because you don't, um, just like in the article said, just because or, you or don't you, understand, you don't like, you don't fit in well in the uh, culture of the workplace. But, if I like, I'm that type of person. If I like you, you did good, you got a job. But some of them will, you know. Uh, very aggressive. He had the. I didn't like what he wore. His body language during the interview. I mean, that's that's basically what the interview is for. Yeah. Like, when you get interviewed, your resume also obviously said that you qualify for the job. Now they just come in to see, are you gonna fit in here, or yeah. do we like you? So how did Steve Nash get that like? job, my brother? And see, the thing is that he, he got a relationship, Chili. That's I mean, true. Did, did you did, did you know that he, he been that. that's he been that's a consultant true. with the Warriors for like the past five years? So he been mm-hmm. fucking with KD, and he got a relationship with him. Yeah. And, so that and, that. That's okay, and he so got he played he played with the the next general manager so they yeah. were former teammates Sean Marks they used to play together Kyrie yeah. a big fan of Steve Nash and he's mm-hmm. somebody who he you I, know Kyrie Kyrie is is bit, is yeah. man arguably his one of the most his pops was in the game too his pops right. played yeah, he, he, his pops is uh, his, his, his godfather Rob Strickland yeah he been around the NBA, you know what I'm saying so, so he got a good relationship with Steve uh, with uh, KD and Kyrie so. right but to go back to what you said before I forget but, but, the whole point of what you're saying is that. Yeah, that's what the interview is for. You're right, B. Mm-hmm. But these people that do these interviews, they have these inherent biases in their heads where yeah. whiteness is the standard. And if you don't meet that standard, then that goes back to all these different things, man. I saw uh, like about how black women in their hair, like they like they they uh, had to get civil rights uh, lawyers involved in them wearing like, their like natural I, I hair to work. Yeah, hey, I seen a, uh, it was something like where it was like shout out to the black woman who goes to the interview. With like a perm, mm-hmm. and the first day they come in with their natural hair, and then everybody looking at them crazy. Yeah. Like damn, they, yeah. looking at them like they don't even recognize you. Right. You, you know, what I'm saying? right? To them, they they can't tell. Also, and, and, and on top of that, some more very recent news, some shit that happened. I think Friday, the nigga Trump, uh, he rescinded he all diversity trainings, like, kind of diversity trainings for government employees. But so this man talking about, that's the kind of shit that he on. That's what they trying even, to they trying to do that. Man, he he uh. He going towards this base with that man. And he know they're gonna eat that shit up. Hell yeah. They 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 tired of seeing all oh, this Black Lives Matter shit. Right. They want to go they, right they, back to what it was. Is it a big deal in the country? Like, yeah. Why the fuck we need to learn about them? So that's that's a uh, shit crazy. that's something that we had to fight all at all times. Because like you said, like when when they talk about 
motherfucking professionalism. A lot of the stuff that's natural for us is not professional to them. They don't consider that professional. So we got to fight that and just to be ourselves. And mm-hmm. a black woman can't even come in with her natural hair or fro out or something. And everybody... Or we got to put on the, put on the uh, professional voice. I saw it. Hell yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Code switching is a, is a real thing. I, I, I'm not really mad at code switching because, you know, you got to... I'm not gonna be at my job or at your job. Talking we gotta like talk like way, this. Right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, that, that's a Especially part. Especially y'all, y'all, y'all teachers, man. Y'all, yeah. y'all don't want the the youth talking like how we talk. You want you want them to talk. I mean, they can, but you want them to know how to talk proper. Actually, yeah, yeah. Talk, you know, and be able to code switch too. So right. that's you know right. that's just part of it. But I think a lot of this shit is just inherent, and it's just something we know about automatically, and we fighting it off the break. Mm-hmm. We're not even really. Thinking about it actively, like man, I gotta shape up for this or that, or it's like, nah. If I if I come in here acting like me off the streets, then they gonna, you know, and they, got, they, and they got the luxury of just being able to be themselves, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. They don't got no standard to, yeah, try to be. They, I mean, they, 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 I mean, they do though. They do, but it's different though. Like, cause if if a white boy come they, in with a, like a long hair or mm-hmm. a mullet or something for a professional job, they gonna look at him crazy too. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You ain't. You ain't shape your shit up, or you ain't, you know, you ain't. Like, I remember I, I used to walk. I used to work with a white boy who had dreads. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm just thinking about how that interview went. I mean, he, he got hired, obviously, but yeah. he was he he was on his. What shit kind of job was it? Look, what I'm doing? Oh, we now. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. See, and they probably looked at that like, oh, like he's diverse. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's a different kind of white mm-hmm. guy. You know, but let me have came in when I had my locks with and shit. Dreads, yeah, yeah. That was one thing that I always I liked to have when I had my locks, you know, because I. Cause I used to defy that right there, especially mm-hmm. being in the city like Baltimore, where mm-hmm. so many people had dreads and DC mm-hmm. too. But they already had this thing in their mind about you when they when see you. Dress, yeah. And then when I start talking on them, like, oh, yeah, they oh. like, oh shit. So you, you a real, you a college, college student. You a real college student, huh? Man, we, like, yeah, we are, yeah, bitch. <laughs> we, we are. I don't want to say dangerous because that's like threatening, but being able to be like you dropping nigga off in the hood, we good. Yeah, you, you drop us off in the corporate office, yeah. we good there too. Like, yeah, we. It's tough if you can, um, if you can do that. But one of the uh, articles was talking about which was very, 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 very. I didn't know this was very. Um, it shakes the room up when people speak foreign languages. So, like, say if Ooh, someone, sure. nigga, you, like yeah. I mean, like my coworkers who bilingual. Um, like I got, I got a few uh, Hispanic coworkers, and it's a. That's a it's, plus. It's a nice That's a Hispanic. plus. We're definitely in the whole DMV. It's a it's a diverse. So mm-hmm. you know, Hispanics are up there, but Africans they get too. they get paid like. I don't know how much, like, it might even be like $50 more or something, like, per pay period just because they Damn, translate a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is an extra part so of their yeah, job that they, uh, that, they, that they do, that they don't really have to do. Right. They right. don't have to volunteer those services because mm-hmm. a lot of people look at you crazy, look at them crazy when they start speaking Spanish, you know? Right. Like, I can't understand what you're saying. I, I need to understand what you're saying. Speak English. And um, also I want to talk about is uh, this ties into the workplace. I was watching um, the L.A. Rams on Hard Knocks. And one, one thing about that brother, man, I need the round of applause button. Um, what brother? Um, the brother who's the head coach because I like how he's handling the Rams. They yes. got a black head coach. Sean McVick, Sean McVick. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about the Chargers. I, I, the Chargers. I'm sorry, oh, okay. the Chargers. Right, I'm sorry, the Chargers. Is. They're it doing both. both I'm sorry, I'm yeah, confused. Yeah. They're doing two. I like, yeah. And the one thing I like about him is they, they have open discussions. If you feel like you got something okay. to say about anything, come see me. And that, you know what? That's how it should be. But, but you, you wanna, you that's wanna, why wanna, I picked uh, on this article. Uh, open door policy where you, where you, if you got questions, you can you feel like comfortable. But, but the thing is, I like how the head coach is really, it's not going through the motions. He really, if you got something to say, you, you can come to my office. Um, they, I like one episode they, had, they were talking about, um, which, is a, and you know, which is a valid point. Kaepernick took a knee and lost out on a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So, like the head coach was talking about, we gotta be mindful. In other words, we still need to uh we still need to feed our fucking families. So we gotta be mindful how we kind of go about this Black Lives Matter taking a um taking a knee thing. And I and I kind of like how and I respect him because he actually sat down in front of the whole fucking team. I like that. I mean, I really, I, mean, I really like that. No, 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 no. But no, I ain't, I ain't trying to step on him. But Pete Carroll had came out and was speaking on Black Lives Matter. Of course, of course. A, a lot of, a lot of coaches are now that it's like the cool thing to do. Right. They wasn't doing that shit four years ago right. when Cap first started doing it, and nobody was trying to pick his ass mm-hmm. up when he wanted to play. So it's, it's all lip service to me. But I hear what you're saying about watching the show and that. 
it does correlate into what you're talking about. And so essentially what we got to do is get people in these positions that are able to change the standards of professionalism and able to incorporate more people than just that's the white we need, standard. We need, we need uh, black CEOs, black people yeah. in HR. But, I, I, but the comparison coming to like the business world and the football world is... It's not. It's not really there because the standards are already different with the football. You know, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Some of the stuff that's allowed in football, you wouldn't allow in the corporate environment. So you know, some stuff you do got to shape up and you got to change. But at the same time, some of the more discriminatory practices they got to change. Like it's got to be different. But I think it's good. And and then oh yeah, that's good that we go back to that. That's what I want to talk about too. The um the Steve Nash thing mm-hmm. because. Um, all right, for those that don't know, that don't really follow basketball, Steve Nash is a is a Hall of Fame player. He's a great player. He's fucking amazing. He's never coached a day in his life, though. Yeah. And he just got one of the better jobs that's available in the, in the NBA, uh, coaching the Brooklyn Nets with uh, Kyrie and KD. So a lot of people jumped out there, and Stephen A. Smith was one of them, and a lot of people were saying um, that it's white privilege, you know, that he was able to grab this job over top of more – qualified people that have been coaching. They have a black coach that used to be a player as an assistant coach right now named Jock Vaughn. And they're like, well, why didn't they, uh, you know, promote him or whatever it is? And I think there is a little bit of validity to it, but I don't think it really applies to, like, again, sports, because this is about his merits as a player, why he got that job. He's not the a only... player and, and also what... Uh, as a GM or whatever he was when he was in... Is the relationship you had with the players. Yeah. Like, so, like, like, like they say, uh, Phil Jackson probably wasn't the best X and O's coach, but he knew how to manage... He knew how to talk uh, to people. He knew how to get, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get those egos in check. But the point was that Jason Kidd did the same thing. Doc Rivers did the same thing. Uh, Derek Fisher did the same thing. The All only, these people coach the, the only, without no experience. The only difference between them was the position that they was given. Like Steve Kerr, he came right into a position, a team that was great already. Yeah. Like when Derek Fisher got it, he went to the bum-ass Knicks. They were sorry as shit. Um, yeah. Who the fuck else was it? Jason Kidd went Jason to like went the, the bum-ass Nets. Nets. He was so the like Nets he, first. Right. So yeah. this is a, he, it's more so... He, Stephen A. was saying like the black coaches don't they they, they the might they might get that chance like that. but not at that position like you they're not gonna get a chance to be coach one of the best teams off the break they're gonna start with a shitty team make them you know make it harder for them I hear that yeah and then and then so it like, make I, it easier I, to get them up out the paint right when you, when they're as shitty as you expected them to be right. you know and then, like you got a, a coach who come in a white coach who come into a good team already he already get the credit with two top right. top fifteen top ten players and shit yeah. he already. So his point more so wasn't that he got it just because he was white. He right. got that particular position. That because position. He was white. Oh, yeah, it's some validity to so that like, too. I, I, I it see is. both sides. It is. It definitely is. And it's two sides of everything. And you know when they do those shows, them they they don't do two sides. They do. I'm gonna argue the fuck out this one side, and you gonna mm-hmm. argue the fuck out the other side. So Stephen A. I don't really fault him for not putting no nuance in it because it's a TV show. But yeah, man, it's it's it's. I don't know. We'll see how it go. And and and, and to and to your point, of what he's saying. We gonna see how much leeway Steve Nash is giving if the shit don't work. You know what I mean? How much? How much? Yeah. Fucking room does he get to just figure everything out? Cause some of these examples are pretty bad. Like Jason Kidd was a, he was a shitty coach, and then he like did some shady shit and got uh, traded to the Bucks. I remember like, that game. He uh, the water I mean, bumping to yeah. me, bumping to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was actually kind of impressive. Yeah, like that he thought of but that. He shit. had to know that. It's, it's yeah, some goofy ass really shit, like, dog. Like, but he's a, a ultimate competitor that he wanted to fucking win. Like, but that shit is nah, bruh. Uh uh-uh. uh, that shit didn't even work. He tried to get the extra time out. But shout out to Steve Nash for getting the job, man. I don't, and know. then the other, I mean, you can't be mad at Steve Nash. He's like, what are you not? What are you supposed to not take the job? Nah, y'all need you to hire a black man. Don't hire me. Hire and a black man. And then another another angle at this, like you know, KD and Kyrie signed off on him being a coach. Yeah, so that's like, the if main they wanted, point. If they wanted like a black coach, they, they I'm pretty sure could have. That's got the one. main point. Like you, if, if these two guys, your two best players, say I want this man as a coach. They supposed to say nah, like, right? And again, that go that, that go back to the the relationship that they have with uh, Steve Nash. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people saying like, oh, like Ty Ty Lue should have been like the most, like the best candidate. Homeboy did beat the Warriors. But he yeah, did was, got but, a, he got a job somewhere though. I can't remember yeah, what job. He, he, he coached with the Clippers right now. He still coach with the Clippers. Homeboy, I think he got a head coaching job though. Did I think it? they just hired him to coach somebody that lost their job. But, uh, but he Pelicans did. maybe. But right. the funny and then also they was, they were saying you know he coached Kyrie. They said him and Kyrie wasn't didn't always they bumped his a lot. Nah. So I got hold on. I would like to intervene with that. When you're coaching, mm-hmm. 
and you're dealing with the Kyrie Irvins and you're dealing with young men with young brothers with money, of course it's gonna collide because I asked you to run the play, but you more ignore poorly, me. More, more, more importantly, young brothers who making more than you. Exactly, make more like than you. you. Coach, I mean, you making some M's too, but they making more M's. Now I would have now. I would have took a note from Bill Belichick, and this is where I kind of get a little antsy about it, is because you kind of you gave Coach Lou hell, but all of a sudden you fell in line when um when Coach Nash came in the building, and Coach and Coach Lou single handedly put you in a place to beat the Warriors. Now we get it, LeBron, LeBron, whatever, whatever. But I take a note from Bill Belichick. It's this all, is what I'm not gonna allow. This is on the first day. You're not gonna. You nah, can't do sure. that. If you're the coach, yeah. But when 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 you a, a player like I was saying, t- t- Kyrie could arguably, as far as talent wise, I mean, nigga, who the best handlers probably ever could shoot. Like he probably one of the most yeah. talented players ever. But he may not look at Talu that way. Talu was. I mean, he was in the league. He played the Lakers. He won a chip with them. But it wasn't like he was like the star. Uh, Steve Nash, the two-time MVP. Was better, so yeah. he's Kyrie could probably maybe again respect him more, right? Yeah, yeah. He, and he, which is not. I mean, I guess when you up right. at a competitor of that level, yeah, that's, that's how I go. Right. Yeah. That's that's only thing I'm trying to say is, B, if you if you said if we was if you were Coach Lou and I was Kyrie, we would have had to understand it, but I ain't gonna disrespect you like that. But Man. it's two that two different. It's all about beliefs and ethics. We ain't getting into that, but yeah. But also, you know what? That's also sports and um. But also, I want to talk about. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but um, y'all was talking about that P Valley, uh, that P Valley show. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't caught it yet. I probably yeah, I'm, uh, watch I'm it. through episode three. I mean, it's only cool. I like it. Now, it, I already do, got, it already got signed off. Now I do want to talk two. about this. Um, I saw a little article. It's this girl named Mia Khalifa. I heard that name before. Oh, yeah. And um, Nigga, well, she, everybody know who Mia. Yeah, is, but now so. she. But the thing about it is, this is the funny thing about it. You know, she's going out speaking about anti-porn, and you know, um, sound like Terry Crews. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about Terry Crews too, though. Nah, we're not talking. about I know. I do want to talk about. Okay, nah, but um, fuck that nigga. I, I was gonna say who sent you, but we and you on the same page. That nigga said boycott Magic City. He just randomly tweeted that shit. One I know. Time. I, I know. Magic. I just want to know who sent you. Shut your bitch ass up. Um, and what? And the article was talking about how, you know, how she, you know, what goes on in the industry and whatever, whatever. And a lot of companies have backfired against her. You know, like yeah. Bang Bros, Brazzers. She's swelling about how yeah. she didn't make this much money. Yeah, and her contract and, was weak. And, and I wanted, and I wanted to talk about what really goes on in the uh, b- business. A lot of people don't know, and this is the importance of. I say it once, and I say it again. Dame Dash Culture Vultures. You got to know what the fuck is really going on. You got to make it a priority to know what the fuck is really going on. Number one, when I did my research. Um, a lot of them don't know that they're just going to pay you a, a little bit of money and you're just going to shoot this scene. You think that you were going to get like a, a big ass bonus check. It don't work like that. Number one. Number yeah, two. A lot of, I mean, a lot of points I'll tell you, like, you don't really get paid that much for the yeah, scene. Exactly. That's, that's more so like promotion for them. And then they have dudes with money right. who exactly. pay them for them out. That's exactly. how they make right. their But to exactly. Chill's point, it's like, and we've talked about this before, uh, they don't get. It's not like YouTube where you know they videos. Me and Khalifa still one of the top uh, mm-hmm. sellers. Uh, not sellers, but and, and so what, she, don't, she don't, don't get, get no, nothing. No, there's no, no restitution for any of that. Damn. No. Now, you know where she that me- shit go straight to Pornhub, son. But mm-hmm. you know where she messed up at. Um, when I uh, read the article, a lot of these actors, strippers, porn stars, whatever, they don't get domain rights. Number one, they don't get their names patentized. Number two. And number three, which is very, very, very pivotal, they don't make it a priority to hit different venues because what happens is um, they make a lot of them make. That's funny you said that they get flown out. That's what the article said. They get flown out, club appearances, podcast shows, stuff like this. This is how you make they your be money. Having them Saudis pissing on them and shit. That's yeah. what they be doing. Yeah, well, that, be I heard about that too. Yeah, I heard about that too. I heard about that too. And um, I saw a powerful meme. They said. Uh, if you see your WCW in a root uh, in a, a beautiful place, just to let you know if she's with this type of guy. That's funny you said that. Be more um, very very interesting article, you know. Um, I mean, I think I think right. with her, 
you know, and like I said, I'm pro, I'm pro, 100% pro sex work, man. Like, get it how you can. You put here for this, on this one earth, and if you can use your body to get it and you okay with it, then do it. But with her, she got like a level of phony with her, and she from around here. She from uh, Montgomery County. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what's funny? But she, she phony because, like you said, these end these uh. Like companies that she shot with, that's had they're pushing back and saying, nah, she one of the most highest paid uh in a, uh adult entertainers that ever was. Like she made so much money in this short amount of time because of her contracts, and she's swelling about the contracts. But still, she's still making money off of that name that she used in porn. Like how how much far are you trying to separate from your porn identity if you still out here making money off of that name that you use in porn? Like when somebody googles that name. Porn is going to come up. So what? What the fuck is you complaining about? What is? What is? You still making money off of it, essentially. So, but I also think she's dealing with also that people know what she's does. She know what she does, and a lot of people. And that's a decision that she made, Joe. Exactly, and I think that's kind of like why she did this a little bit because I guess people, I guess the guilt kicked in, and maybe your you name- ain't going to be able to separate that. Especially when you came out the way she came out, and it was like she was a sensation because she was wearing the the Muslim gear. You know what I'm saying? Like. The uh, I don't know they sorry's or I don't, I don't know what they call, but you know what I'm saying if that's what if that's what you're gonna do and you're gonna make this big thing about being a Lebanese porn star and a Muslim porn star and all this shit, then that's just something you gotta live with. And I hope she good with with Allah off all of that, man, because she obviously don't care that much. Her Instagram page is Mia Khalifa. Every time she doing her appearance is Mia Khalifa. She never uses a real name or another alias or anything else. So I don't think she's trying too hard to separate herself from that. Speaking of separate, man, did y'all hear uh, what Dr. Dre's wife want a month? And they're, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's like five million or something. Two. Two million, yeah. But that's 20, like, why, why do you need $24 million a year? For I 10 years. That's the lawyer. For 10 talk. years straight. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, got, I'm, I'm sure the, the kid, all the kids are grown. See, they like, shit is you? spicy on top of that because they had a prenup. And she's trying to argue that she signed it under duress. Like, like I don't know if the nigga had a fucking gun to her head and was like sign this I guess her 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 point is that he said I'm not gonna marry you unless you sign this prenup and apparently I've been doing a little bit of research on it prenups and like uh estates and wills and stuff like they're very easy to contest like a person can just say man I, don't, I, don't, I think this person was sick when they did this so I don't think this person was in there and they easily can just fight it and so apparently what the what the strategy is with her what she's doing is she don't like what the prenup is. They're going to contest it, and then they're going to come to like a settlement somewhere in between of what she's really owed and mm. what she's asking for. So it's like a shoot for the moon, land amongst the stars type of thing where she going to be just like, fuck it, all right, well, you're going to give me 500K a month, then I'll take that. That's cool. And he'll be happy to give her that because it's a fourth of what she was asking for in the first place. But, yeah, I mean, they've been together for a long time, so that's a different, that's a different thing. I ain't really got too much to say on that because I don't know. She's been around... Before the Dre, Dr. Dre beats, mm. nigga, she was <laughs> she was around for a long time. So I, two. you know, yeah, I think that two two million is crazy. Though. That's crazy. That's like, nasty. That's that's a nasty request. Yeah, yeah, like what do you? That's nasty. Over that over that ten years, that's basically mm-hmm. a quarter billion. Two hundred and forty million dollars. Like easy, you, easy. I mean, and I, you know, I, I should look at that. I'm, I'm wondering if that I'm not saying she shouldn't be taken care of, well taken care of. But like that's like. Yeah, almost outrageous. I know the, the, yeah, but that's uh, yeah, that's that's what made me look into it further because that's what the, that's what she doing. Mm-hmm. It's basically like Super I'm gonna soft. shoot up here yeah. and then we'll get together and our lawyers gonna talk and then we'll figure something out. But the pro the the, the shitty part is that it's so public, you know. It's like yeah. it's out here in the view of everybody and everybody know how much he make and niggas talking dirty about her or you know how niggas are like um like this clown Drake when he made that song uh. About Kobe and his wife and shit, like talking about bitch, you went with me shooting in the gym, mm-hmm. like nigga, these real people, dog. Like you can't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't just like throw that shit out there. Like she's a real woman and you don't know what the fuck was going on in their relationship. Like I ain't got nothing to do with you. So he feels like fucking shit for clown. That yeah, he should. He should. I was some clown ass shit. I mean, it, <laughs> it is hard though when that shit come mm-hmm. on. Everybody scream that shit out, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's still some clown shit, man. So I seen um. Y'all see this motherfucking, uh, they making these flying cars, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Like they testing mm-hmm. out the flying that cars. Japan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think uh, shout out to Sparrow. I think I saw that on he posted that shit on Facebook. But I was looking at that shit. It's crazy. They get they making a a car and it's, it went on a four minute a four minute flight. Mm-hmm. It's got like eight motors in it. It's heavy as shit. It's big as hell. But like real live and some Jetson shit. We would have thought we would have been here by now already. Looking at all the movies and shit, we would have right. thought we would have been had the flying cars. But man, I thought that was dope. And then I saw another joint where a nigga. They was flying in an airplane, and the pilot was like a dude in a jetpack. Y'all saw that? A dude in a jetpack flew yeah, up three thousand yeah, yeah. feet, feet. Yeah, by himself, just in some kind of. I actually just seen a, a dude. He was like on. He had like fifty six of those big balloons, and he flew. That was David Blaine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> his yeah, fucking yeah, nut, yeah, yo. Yeah. He's just hanging on the balloons. Like, Crazy. what the fuck is wrong with this dude? <laughs> like, his life. He just needs some kind of like stimulation, or he's just. I might kill myself if I'm not hanging off fifty six balloons over top of Arizona. I might die. Like that shit is nuts. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what type of sick individual we even think of some shit like that. Like he's like the ultimate like jackass, jackass yeah. people. Like they be doing that shit on a lower scale. But yeah, that nigga wild man. I did see that. He 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 had been talking about it for a while, and then I forgot about it. And then I saw the news, and he was on he talking about that shit just. Hanging, mm-hmm. he got like a little communication system, so he's talking and shit. So, shout out to David Blaine, man. I'm keep my two feet on the ground. What? So I might as well get into this shit now about the um about the eviction moratorium that they putting out. So it was just, if y'all ain't said it, it was just man, this shit was this shit was heartbreaking. This video on CNN, man, where they was following this sheriff deputy while he was like basically serving eviction notices, making people leave and shit. And it was a dude. That he had like three kids with him. He had his girl, and he had three hundred twenty dollars to his name you know, and, yeah, and a check he, he in his pocket. Out, he walked out with a with a shopping cart. And yeah, and a show a stroller, yep. a stroller with all their stuff, and the rest of their stuff they just left it. And, and the sheriff he ain't so like no empathy. He didn't. Yeah, like, I mean, he I know didn't. you got to be. Yeah, I know you you ain't got to be sympathetic. But I you noticed be that. Professional, yeah. but he was just like I noticed you know, that like, too. Mm. Because what happened was, okay, well, and then another part of the video, it was an older lady. And it mm-hmm. was a different deputy. Yeah. And they made us some calls and they were like, it's too hot out here. I can't put her out right now, but yeah. tomorrow you got to go. That mm-hmm. dude showed a lot of empathy. Yeah. You could tell he was hurt. But that first dude, when they asked him, they were like, so after the the guy had already left that they evicted, they asked him, like, how do you feel about doing this to people? And this first thing he said was like, you know, I don't like doing it. I have seven kids myself, so I know that. Yada 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 yada, mm-hmm. talking about himself and how he feel. You know, that was him trying to attempt to do the everything thing, but yeah. he ain't really have it in him to right. You go the whole way. He's he struggling to do that. Yeah, and even still, I mean, like you said, it's his job. You know, he had mm-hmm. to do his job. But so that video came out, and then what's happening now is that they're putting out an eviction moratorium on, on a nationwide level. So there's a program that you can get entered into, but you have to actually enter yourself into it. You have mm-hmm. to take some steps to actually fucking do it. So, I mean, uh, so this is what you have to do. You have to, if you're a renter in an apartment or a house or a mobile home anywhere, you're protected by the moratorium until the end of the year. So that's December 31st. But you got to meet these requirements. So if you're unable to pay your rent due to coronavirus-related uh, drug job loss or income reduction, uh, you qualify for the, uh, the CARES Act stimulus check that everybody got. Mm-hmm. Um, you made an effort to get available government assistance to cover rent available to you to or you or anybody in your house that's an mm-hmm. adult, or you can uh, demonstrate that your inability to get paid is because of financial hardship because of COVID. You know, basically, you tried your best efforts to make partial payments and that you expressed that you had nowhere else to go and basically mm-hmm. put out a sob story. It's, but you have to actually physically do these things and have to get it signed by your renter. So for that to even be invoked. So you have to take a lot of steps even for this shit to even get done. And th- and even still, that's only till December. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they putting niggas out. And I think uh, it's going to start. I think it started this Friday. So And also, the main thing is, too, this is like a uh, when you get the loan and we do the deferment. Mm-hmm. This is a deferment for real. This is not a forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to pay this rent back. It's It's all paid back right. with interest. Mm. And if you and they, and if they find out that you lied about any of those requirements, it's jail time, federal time involved. So 
be careful with this shit. Anybody that's struggling through it or that's going through it and y'all want to try it out, make sure that you, you know, do your diligence there you, or there you go. get you like a pro, try to get a pro bono lawyer or something to like look over the, the claims for you and see if you avail if you're if it's offered to you. But yeah, just know that you gonna have to pay that shit back, man. And it only delay, like I said, it says right in the legislation, it says this action delays but does not prevent evictions. So it's just right. to the end of the year, then it's gonna be mad niggas thrown out at and the I, beginning I, of the year. I, I mean, like you said, it was it, a lot of times it ain't people's fault. Like, dude lost his job because of COVID. And mm-hmm. then he, he found another job. He just wasn't making no money. Wasn't like, enough and that money. wasn't his fault. Like, he, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they said that, you know, if you make it, if you make it $300. Per check, like how he's supposed to pay rent, how he's supposed mm-hmm. to feed his family. He he's making sacrifices. He was yeah. putting his priorities together, but that shit was real sad, man. But that was that was one story out of millions, man. That's the problem. Yeah. That's what that's. I, I, I feel like I want to hear like they say this gonna affect like forty million people. Sure, I, I would think that's fuck, a low yeah, ball. I shit. think it's gonna might be more than that. You know, I, I think and I think some of these people that are landlords and they rent out their properties, they're going to be affected mm-hmm. because they're not able to sustain that anymore and. I'm not really mad I about think, that. I think I, I think it was like yeah, in like New York, like whole blocks are like vacant because a cor- people a got people, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what. Yeah, my man. Shout out to my nigga Steve. You know, smart for 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 putting me on. He's he's very interested in that. He's doing a lot of research because when when that next when 2021 come and these people gonna start getting evicted, you know, because a lot mm-hmm. some of these people are not gonna still not gonna be able to pay everything they owe and every right. you know what I'm saying and still be living so. It's gonna be a lot of homeless situations, man. And like we were saying last week, this country is not gonna look the same in the next ten years or the next fifteen years, man. Gonna There's gonna be a lot of ripples from all of this shit that's happening, man. And all this shit that they're doing with these temporary band-aids, man. Like the the payroll tax that you brought up mm-hmm. and shit. Like niggas gotta pay that back too. Like right. that's not right, exactly. that shit is that shit is a is a loan on your own money. It's a it's a it's a fucking uh payday loan. Like I said, I know they're saying some employers, I mean, some, some some people won't have a choice, but definitely shit, check with your employer. You are you able see. to opt out of right, it. Right, okay. That's a, that's a good point. You yeah. are able to opt out of it. So if you contact your HR, you should be able to tell them, nah, I don't want you to do that because mm-hmm. all they're going to do is just collect that shit back on your taxes, man, right. and then you're going to be owing next year, and then it's a cycle going to start all over again. You're not helping shit. Like, niggas know what's up, man. This is, it, The way this country going, it's, it's sad. And they, and they, and speaking of boats... They driving a the boat straight into the motherfucking water. Did y'all see that Trump joint? That Trump nah. rally with it? Oh, you ain't see that shit? Mm-mm. So they had like a Trump uh, yesterday, I want to say it was, a Trump on a lake. Like a Trump, uh, I don't know what the fuck, a party, a party? I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck they was doing, man. It's a lake. It's called Lake Travis in uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. But I, I know I've seen where they had like a bunch of people with boats who go out and had like a little Trump rally on the water, basically. Yeah, so that's such what it was. They all did megaphones and, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's such yeah. what it was. Right. But see, what happened this time, yesterday was all these boats sunk. Like really? 70-something boats sunk. I think they said it was like... Uh, <laughs> wonder but why. See, but uh, I'm about to tell you. So what it is, <laughs> is the lake is real small and a lot of people came and it's a, it's just a perfect fucking symbolism for our world right now for everything that's going on especially with the republican party right so this will happen a lot of people came with their small boats with their families and shit and it was still it was too many boats mm-hmm. like the water was choppy as shit mm-hmm. and some of them sunk because the water was just too choppy but there was also people out there in these big multi-million dollar yachts that are way too big for the lake right. so the wake that they were making also sunk the little boats too so all of these idiots out here celebrating trump and then it's a perfect microcosm of what our world is right now. Right. The rich people came by, sunk your little poor ass boats, mm-hmm. and then they got the fuck off and went home. Right. We good. Like yeah. our boats, we nigga, we got a 40 foot yacht. Mm-hmm. I, I shit ain't about to sink. We, good. we straight. Y'all niggas sunk and they had to call like motherfucking lifeguards. Yeah, yeah, like not your police, like cause yeah. these niggas was drowning. Like right. all their boats just sunk. The waves was too high. Mm-hmm. All they shit sunk. They don't even see this shit. Like that's what's gonna happen. The rich people that you are supporting with your fucking idiocy and racism, they just gonna drive by in their yeah. yachts on your ass and your little yeah, stupid yeah. ass you boat gonna sink. Yeah. Man, that shit was a perp. Man, that was a wow, chef's kiss song. That's that's a perfect <laughs> story. That that shit had me smiling the whole time. You can I was still come right work now. for me for twelve dollars with yep. benefits, and you're gonna fucking. You love can it. actually <laughs> come work on my yacht. Yeah, yeah. come clean yeah. my yacht after yeah. all this is over. Yeah. I will give you a job, my my nigga. <laughs> like that shit. Oh, that was a perfect story. Yeah, fucking idiots with all these flags, Trump. 
cut the one of their slogans is cut the bullshit or no 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 more bullshit. Like they're literally putting that on slogan flags. Like what bullshit are we talking about? The bullshit right. you've been pulling for the last four years, mm-hmm. right? That's the same thing he keeps talking about. This is this is Biden's America. If you don't vote for me, this is how your cities are gonna look. It's like nigga, this is having it right now. While you're here, that, right now. That, that's why it's so funny because like the people who he put that message out, who they they are so ignorant and don't yep. even see how they're being played. Don't it's even like, care, and they still yeah. don't care. They sunk right. all these niggas' boats, all these mm-hmm. niggas' boats. And I and from what people say, man, if you don't own a fucking yacht like those mm-hmm. people. A boat is a fucking sunk cost, like anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not it's not an efficient thing to own. Mm-hmm. You're throwing money into it, and, and you're not and making a lot anything of back. Who, who boats for? They probably won't even get their hell get no. Their back, and yeah. you know what? The sweetest part, like, wow, more part <laughs> of it. They're responsible for getting their own fucking boats out of the lake. If they oh, don't, yeah. they're gonna get fined because it's uh, uh, littering. Yeah, yeah, you're littering the lake, nigga. <laughs> get your fuck, get your own boat out the lake, punk bitch. <laughs> Speak speaking of lake, um. Did you see what um, Kanye bought? Two chains. It's this thing. Oh, that, that crazy tank oh. thing. Yeah, no, nah, they yeah. been he been buying yeah, people them tank things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They they anything. Yeah, one one uh, the last All Star game, he brought a bunch of those out and they was throwing shoes out the back of that joint when he when he released his uh, his basketball shoes. Yeah, they been he been giving people them joints. I think he gave Justin Bieber one and shit. I seen a few people riding them shits, but yeah, that nigga. Uh, I had I said I had something on him, but I don't even want to talk about him. Yeah, uh-huh. fuck that dude, Kanye, because they was talking about how he uh he essentially how he was talking about how he was in all this debt and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the Republicans just paid it off. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? For him to act like for for him to act like a fucking donkey right now. So he doing it. He doing. I tried. Did y'all watch the joint with Nick Cannon? Mm-hmm. I heard it. I ain't watched Man, it. I couldn't even get like I was like 15 minutes in. I turned it off. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I tried to come into it with an open mind and yeah. listen to what he was saying, but he's still on the same shit. I'm sure. Oh, he just talking about himself and how he. Yeah. I'm a billionaire, and you know they want to. I can't if I'm if I'm a billion if I'm only a one billionaire and I go to Taco Bell, then I'm not a billionaire anymore. You feel me? Y'all feel me? <laughs> no, nigga, we don't feel you. What the fuck is you talking about? Like that's a, and that's and that's kind of why that uh that Jay Z song flopped like the way it did. I think. Because that was him celebrating, you know, my rich black friends for real. And my, you know, we we successful in this pandemic, nigga. We getting it. And you should be inspired by that. That's basically what he was trying to say in that. But niggas ain't trying to hear that shit right now, bro. Niggas ain't trying to hear that. That ain't that ain't where we at. Y'all niggas tone deaf. Yeah, that's that's how I definitely know I'm all Kanye. I, I know me would have tuned into it. I ain't even motherfucking who got the flag. the hand about it. Check that joint out. Yeah, I, uh, and then Nick Cannon is like the ultimate like ass kisser, my fucking yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they say, that's what got him in trouble the last time. Fucking thought he was smart talking some shit with Griff and made an ass out of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all right, man. I turned that shit off though. I couldn't even watch it no more. But fuck Kanye. Yeah, man, if, if I, yeah, it's, it's 2020. You know, it's a uh, school in Texas. Oh, what, my God. I the, saw that the, the Rob, last The Robstown Cotton Pickers? Cotton Pickers. Cotton Pickers. Put the ER. Right. That's important. Pick, the man. ER. It's, there's no A at the end of that. They ain't cotton the Cotton Pickers. They the Cotton Pickers. You ain't hear about this. Like, how the fuck is that? I don't know how that lasted this long. Like, even before, like, Cotton Pickers and got, mean, and, got, and got little black kids playing on the football team. I see... A lot of people. I wonder what the mascot it. look like. It's a ball is of it? cotton. Oh, see, because I ain't it's looking at just a ball, ball of cotton. cotton. Are you serious? That's, it's just a ball of cotton. That's oh, it. Shit. Like their town is so dependent on cotton that that's what it is. And a lot of people that are from that area, mm. they're like, y'all don't understand. Like this mm. is this is what we still living off of, nigga. Yeah. We got migrant workers working out here now to this day picking mm. cotton, nigga. We are still. the cotton pickers. It's like that's what right, we right. are. Hey, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm not trying to be funny. But this video came out a long time ago. And it was about how this this black dude made a YouTube video about how he went on a field trip and he had to pick cotton. Oh, I know I that. that yeah, 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 I'm not even. I'm no, not even, that's one of the first uh, viral yeah. YouTube. Videos. Oh, okay, I'm not even trying. But like, that shit funny as hell. But like, that's fucked up though. And I think that dude was from Texas too. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's it's just a different cultural thing for them. Yeah, like like that town is really still making money off of that. picking cotton, but. 
I don't know. I think that might be one of them too woke for your own good things, man. Like you said, that shit been that school been there for since the fifties or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not like nothing changed. Y'all just found about it on Twitter and shit. So now mm-hmm. it's so now it's on media takeout. And now we but gonna yeah. Apparently it was it was another school with a kind of a wild name that just came out and changed that shit. And mm-hmm. that's what like what got the attention on on this other school. Yeah. I forget what the name was. Yeah, cause I mean that, that's wild, yo. I thought it was a joke. I Me thought too. it was, I was like, uh, what? I thought it was like a Ken Peel sketch or something. When I saw yeah, the picture, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Shit's real. But I mean, the black kids don't mind, like you said. They in there, they play. Well, maybe they do mind. Maybe nobody asked them if they care. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> shit, I wonder. I wonder, cause, cause I mean, you know, I, don't, I mean, I think we talked about it before on the podcast, but just how different school districts teach like different. Mm-hmm. Stuff, history, and stuff like that. Hell so yeah! I wonder what they even. I mean, Texas is one of them places where they where I'm they saying. call like they probably call slavery like indentured servants right, or something. Right. Or they be like, you know, plantation yeah. owners. They love their slaves, uh-huh. but yeah. <laughs> like that type of shit. That, like they that really teach that kind of right. shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the, to put the rose colored glasses on the shit and make it seem like eh, it wasn't that bad. You know, I don't know why they complaining. Why the fuck y'all complaining about that shit? That shit, wow. I know. I, I. I mean, me personally. I'm. Y'all know. I'm not into fucking giving corporations credit or any of that shit or acting like they doing good things. But I do gotta put this out there. I gotta give some props to Old Navy because what they're doing is they're um, paying their employees to work at the at the post, paying their employees to work at the post, and um, giving them like a two 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 and a half hour leave to go literally go help and work at the post. And, uh, and probably gonna be in a lot of these places where the stadiums are opening, cause, uh, with the NBA stadiums, and that was part of the the stipulations that uh, the NBA players said that we we want all twenty nine stadiums to be open for uh, voting. Yeah. And and again, again, shout out to my man with money. He he think on another level. Again, he say, all right, that's cool, but now we need to ask those owners that weren't going to open them up in the first place. Why? Why wasn't, why wasn't you about to? Why? Because some of them were going to open them, and some of them weren't. And so why weren't you? Because the conservative party is the party of motherfucking hindrance. It's the party of stopping progress. It's the party of motherfucking opposition. It, it, they have no goals. Or you got to pay this. Or you got to change. They don't want shit to be out. Man, they, they have you, did y'all see that what their what their platform is that they put out for the next election, for the 2020 election? Mm-hmm. They literally said nothing. They said, all we're going to do is do the opposite of what Obama and Biden did, and we're going to keep following our faithful leader. We'll put out another uh, platform in 2024. That's all they did. It was like three sentences, you know? Like, that's their whole platform. Yeah. Like, what they're running on. This is, these is, this is what we're going to do. Follow behind this gun for another four years. And if y'all with it, y'all with it. All right. Yeah, all, they, all they do is react to shit. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I got but, another. Well, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just like with the with the Black Lives Matter, they'd be like, they're tired of seeing it. And so, and like, motherfucker, like, we tired of living Then stop getting us right, killed, nigga. Stop killing us. Yeah. They don't want to change that. They just right. want to go back to what they had before. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting thing that I just heard about. Um, on my way over here, did y'all know that they remaking the um, Fresh Prince show? The yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is like yeah. a drama. Y'all knew that? Yeah. Okay, so I ain't know that. But the question that was posed was, how are they going to portray Carlton? Because you know Carlton was like the black Republican, they, and it was goofy, and he was he was harmless, though. He right. was, They played it as a joke. You right. know? Or, or they even played it up to the opposite direction on that one episode where... They were in college and they tried the um the pledge and then mm-hmm. the black dude was like you ain't black you know he and then, and then one time when when they got pulled over the time right yeah, yeah. And then Carlton was like he was just doing his job yeah. but it, it was you know they 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 inserted those mm-hmm. moments in there but they used Carlton just as a as a to move the scene you know mm-hmm. he was harmless essentially but black Republicans these days right now they not harmless yo like they're not harmless they're not out here. Yeah, most of them they out here shucking and jiving, and then they out here trying to push these narratives of we're the better choice because what they've been doing this whole time it's not work. So just come over here and fuck with these dangerous people that don't really give a fuck about your humanity. So if they're making a drama about the Fresh Prince, how they gonna play Carlson? Yeah, they are they gonna playing for a joke they can't play for a joke because it's a serious thing now so right. i'm really interested to see how they this show is going to work because 
I do remember seeing the YouTube video that the boy made. It was like a kid made a drink just on his own, and then it ended up getting to Will Smith, and it got millions of views. So I think that's oh, I how the you. show got started. Got you. But I'm interested to see how they play this with Carlton because that's a that's a very serious topic right now. That's very important. As just as this morning, Trump remember remember when I played that uh that big head black joint from Baltimore. Yeah, Trump is this morning. He was like, Baltimore, you, yeah. He was like, y'all bum ass niggas, basically. You know, that's what he wanted to say. Yeah. The Democrats been there for 30 years. They ain't making no change. You need to vote for her because she likes me, essentially. Yeah. And people like her, people like Candace Owens, they're fucking dangerous, man. They're dangerous. And that'd be, and that'd be my thing. They, they know how dangerous they are, mm-hmm. too. And they don't even care. And it's not even like the back. regular black Republican, you know. I'm not. Of course, there's a there are black conservatives and black Republicans that are not fucking evil people that are thinking that they're hurting their their own. There are some that that they are, mm. but that's why I'm interested to see how they're gonna play Carlton. Are they gonna play him like as a nefarious character, or is he gonna be innocent and Will's trying to convert him, or what's gonna happen when he see a George Floyd video? Is he gonna be out here? Like my man, remember uh, my man was like, "Y'all not taking that Confederate flag down from me." As far as far as as I stand here, you're not taking my flag. But that's gonna be a very interesting show and a very interesting uh, look at the Fresh Prince. If y'all haven't seen the like the, I guess it's a pilot now because it's gonna be a show. Check it out on YouTube. I think it's like it's called like Realistic Fresh Prince or something like that. I can't remember. Really good. Any other characters that we know who they are, they like all new actors? No, not in this joint. No, because this was just some dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't nobody in there that was like really well known or any of that. Homeboy put it together himself, edited it, and all that shit. The dude who edited edited himself and sent it to Will, he having like his same cast dude. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. He might be. I don't even know if he's going to act in it. He might just be like a director or something, and then Will going to produce it. You know, I, I. this was really the first I heard that they were going to actually make a show out of it. I remember right. the the pilot that he made and him getting together with Will. Because that was like maybe like a year or two ago when that happened. He got together with Will and they did a video together. And Will was talking about how much he appreciated it and he liked it. And I guess it came to fruition that it's a show now. But I think that's... I usually don't like remakes, but I think turning that into a drama... is going to be a really interesting show. I think that'll be that's going to be a really good show. Especially if they... It, it, in 2020, like the dynamics of living in fucking Bel Air and Beverly Hills and mm-hmm. all that shit, Will might be a rapper or some shit. You know what I mean? But shout out to the homie for for making the dream come true because that was tough. Like, and shout out to Will for following through with it and them making the show. But they got some work ahead of them for, with that. What you looking at, Chili? Um, <clears throat> I saw this uh, article that kind of inspired me. Um. It talked about how uh, black Americans, nearly 80% of black Americans said having life insurance is a goal for them. New York Life Study found versus uh, 63% of all adults, more than 90% of black Americans said they believe life insurance helps future generations succeed. Now, this art, the article also talked about five myths that we all have to get over, that we have to get over the hump. Number one, final expenses. You know how um, in our community, um, you know, you pay for that, Brandon. You know what I'm saying? You do that. You do that. It's your turn. It's your turn. We got to stop that, number one, because we can't stop passing down debt, number one. Um, nice little article. We got to change the mindset of, um, well, you can do it on this, the mindset of also um, of no handouts. There was she, uh, They did a study. And it was a family in North Carolina, and this is what he said. What the lady and it meant? What was your? Everyone has a different question of legacy, and this is what the, this guy said. Legacy for him meant making sure he could provide me and my sisters with the same grit, perseverance, and education that he has built himself on. Now, which is true, you are going to have to bust your chops. You know, in the South, hard work, go get it. But you might have to pick some cotton. <laughs> well, well, that too. If you were Texas, <laughs> but 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 th- this is um, the the article talked about how this is a this is a uh, challenge because y- you have to think about the economic side of the grit of the grind too. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about the uh, w- the expenses of the um, of the grit and the grind too. But 
it's just the um the article talked about how it's a generational knowledge gap too because all we know is work 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 but you forgot to save 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 life insurance policy for your kids so when you die of that hard work they're going to hard work but that hard workload won't be as bad and as they exactly. as each like generation that shouldn't be a tragedy it should exactly be exactly exactly that's exactly. all intentional man like you look at a country like italy or something man like mm-hmm. look at look at the work how they work in italy they work you know they work hard just like anybody else they country you know is whatever but they don't put as much value on work, 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 work like we do mm-hmm. here. Like, and that's intentional. That's that's that that's the fucking ruling of, class. Life, yeah. The ruling class has fucking made us the working class feel like that's what we here for. We here to work, and we here to we gonna grind and mm-hmm. yada 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 until the wheels fall off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not that life doesn't really enrich your life. I mean, it does. But it enriches their lives so much more. Like, that's why they want you to do it. Because if they get 400 employees, 500 employees working their ass off and they get to cut off over time and they get to, you know, they get to scam and scheme and get, they just make it so much money off of everything without working at all. You know? And it don't make sense. It don't, it's not supposed to be like that, man. That, that, that money is supposed to go to the people that's making the country run. Jeff Bezos is not making fucking Amazon run. Those people that work every day in them factories that can't, they got to stand there and piss on themselves. Shit. They the ones making that factory run. That thirty second clock. Right. Yeah. You get out. You leave your station. You you come back and and we got a problem because you was gone for forty five seconds instead of thirty. Like those are human beings that actually deserve that money and deserve all of that shit over some fucking Jeff Bezos that put up a million dollars or whatever the fuck he did. You know what I'm saying? That shit is is ridiculous, man. That's why we talk about it. I mean, I feel you. I hear you with the insurance, and, and it's just you also got to keep in mind the time that we in right now, though. You know, so it's this is gonna really be an all time recession type of thing. You know, niggas getting evicted with three hundred dollars in their pocket, so it's gonna be hard to convince leave, somebody. Yeah, leaving all his possessions. It's gonna and be hard to convince about people. That, though, you leaving out with nothing, meaning that you don't got nothing, and you, and you gotta get everything back. Yeah, on, on, shit, top of, on top of trying to find somewhere to stay. They ain't had nowhere mm-hmm. to go. Right. They ain't had nowhere to go. He had like three kids, Slim. That shit was rough, man. And um I forgot to uh I forgot to post it. And um and I saw this powerful interview with Mike Epps, and um he was talking about gentrification. And he said one of the things that we didn't do in the black community was buy the block. I wanted to talk about that. How come our Past generation successful people never did what the Jews, the Muslims, the Asians did. It was always a place for them to go here. You see what I'm saying? How come they never, you know what I'm saying? How come the, our older generation never bought the block? I want to talk about that. I mean, we know why. We talk about it all the time. They made it so hard for them to buy the block. They made it so, they made laws, they redlined, they fucking. Uh, gay uh, fucking business loans. They wasn't giving out business just, just loans. Like, just like, like people think about like like the Asian community who, you know, you got like Chinese towns and like all major cities and they got like a bunch of restaurants and all that shit. When they when they come over here, like they they getting interest free loans. Shit, they're like black people who live here, born here. Mm-hmm. We can't even get the shit. Like our interest rate be crazy, they, and right. they get an interest free loan over a certain amount of years to come over and get on your feet. Right. So like it's set up different for. And the, and the main, I can't remember who said it. It may have been Ice Cube or something, but you got to think about it. They they treat our communities like we so fucking poor and we broke. Mm-hmm. But those communities that you're talking about, they start businesses in our communities. Mm-hmm. The the Jewish people have businesses in our communities. The fucking, they make jewelers, jewelers in, yes. the, in our community. Yes, yes. The fucking um, uh, Chinese uh, restaurants, they in our communities because yep. we got money to spend. Yep. But and like you said, we don't spend it on stuff because of properties and stuff that's going to, accumulate value and worth because they didn't they they suppressed that in us they uh, immediately suppressed that in us off the break like the same thing with american indians too like they they gave them a little chunk of land and was like mm-hmm. all right as long as y'all niggas stay over here you can do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. but this is all you got so bye like and they will never do that to us right ever they will never give us a piece of that damn Cotton picking, mm-hmm. <laughs> cotton picking mm-hmm. town. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Who the fuck they, they had started that town? Give us the forty acres in the mule. Hell no, hell no. So it's it's hard to just kind of espouse those things. And you know, people are on an individual level. They are people grinding and people getting it. We know them. 
We know I'm out here getting it, and, and salute to him. But a lot of people are not afforded that opportunity, man, in, in the same way that other people are. And to 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 celebrate these fucking billionaires and these motherfuckers, man, like, God damn, I hate them people more than I hate fucking Trump, man, for sure. Because they the, really the ones that's getting the shit action. They, they really the ones that make shit move. Like, that's why the NBA players, what they did was so big, because the owner of the Bucks immediately called the legislator, and they got some kind of emergency meeting done, but it, nothing happened, of right. course. They didn't change any laws. They didn't defund anything or arrest those cops or any of that shit, but that just showed them that these, these billionaires are plugged into the system, and they can get whatever they want done. Uh, yeah. And if they want to put their foot on the necks of everybody, they're going to keep doing that, man. And what's to stop them? And the question is, like, it's something I've been thinking. Y'all ever seen the show called The Boys? Y'all heard of that joint? Yeah. The superhero joint? Mm -hmm. You watched it? I heard it. I don't think I watched it. Man, y'all got to watch that joint. Yeah. Like, psh, yeah. that joint is hard. Now I don't watch too we, much we, TV. Y'all already know. What channel? It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. So it's right. an Amazon Prime show. Right. The new season just started coming out, and they release it every Friday. So I think they're like three, season, three episodes into the new season. Mm -hmm. But essentially what it's about is what if there were real people that had superpowers? You know what I'm saying? And the, and the main character is like this upstanding Superman type of white bread, blue-eyed, blonde hair motherfucker, mm -hmm. but he is fucking savage, son. He's mm -hmm. a savage. Raping people, mm -hmm. killing motherfuckers. Like, so you gotta got to watch it. He got drink. superpowers? Yeah, he's okay. Superman. He's literally gotcha. Superman. Gotcha. He has gotcha. every power. He got laser gotcha. eyes. He can fly. He, gotcha. He's literally Superman without the S on his chest. You know what I'm saying? So that's the character that he's playing. But it's like, if Superman was a real person, that's the kind of shit he would do. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of, who's going to stop me? Right. Who going to stop me? Right. Y'all niggas is weak. I got to come save y'all bitch asses every time. Mm -hmm. Who going to stop me? And it's like a lot of parallels with race and like billionaire, because they work for this billionaire corporation. So it's a lot of that where he's kind of like a billionaire too. It's like we running this business and nigga, man, I'm going to do whatever affects my bottom line. I don't care about y'all. My fucking bottom feeders down here. And I can literally laser your whole face off if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about it with my man and shout out to Kevin and shit. Like, I can't even say that I wouldn't even, I, like, would you be like that if you was a superhero? You know what I'm saying? Would you be a noble, nah, I be, I'd be no, noble I be, stand up guy? I wouldn't be no wild. I wouldn't be writing females yeah, to like that's that. That's wild, son. Right. Yeah, like, he real live. Like, yeah, you got to watch it. It's, it's yeah, a dope I'll ass show, it yeah. It's, it's, it's very quality made. But it, the um, yeah, the gist of it is I don't know if even if I was like, I guess I don't have a personality to become a billionaire. I don't have a personality to just step on people like that mm, to get cut off to get to that point. Yeah. yeah, to to just disregard human life because there's no way that you become a billionaire without disregarding human life, without stepping on the normal working class people. Yeah, you can't do it. It's it, it's impossible. So you got to be another kind of ruthless or jump in that room <laughs> where they open the where they open the doors if you open your doors you know what i'm saying <laughs> if you know you know hell yeah shit man that's another good one appreciate y'all you got yeah. before yeah. before we head out what you um, got this week i was watching um this interview with e40 right and um, a wibbly wobbly whoop. Yeah, and um, he had a nice <laughs> little. A lot of people ask, like, you know, what was? How does he become more successful um, in rap and other business ventures? Because you know, him too short and a lot of those rappers out in like that Bay Area. Millionaire, too. millionaire. They, you know, they do uh, a lot they of invested in the uh, technology. Yeah, they do a lot of other uh, business ventures, yeah. right? E forty is too. And E forty said a lot of people don't know this though. Um, sometimes you got to start off before you drive a Benz and all that, even though your money right, you still might want to drive that hoopty a little bit because you know that money can get funny a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, dang. And E-40 was talking about you got to understand that um, just because things are going on and things are popping, um, sometimes you got to stay humble. And he said when he started rapping, you know, um, he, told, he told a lot of young guys, he said, um, you know, dry that hoopty for a little bit before you upgrade, you know, just gotta keep a little nest, man. Life happens. Yeah. And that man been rapping since like yeah. 87. Yeah. Like and he said, he said the he um, like 50. And, yeah. And he was like, um E fifty. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, damn, um, that's real. And he said, everybody wanna know how I still he said it's little things like that though. He said, save your money, all types of stuff. 
Yeah, low key, he one of the more successful, you know, rappers out there for real. He yeah, got a lot of business ventures. Yeah, he a lot of bread. Yeah, chameleon too. I don't even think he make music no more. He nah, just he that kind of that kind of yeah. that kind of stuck. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, yo, that's deep. And I was like, you know what? I have closure with the CRV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I have closure with the CRV. He basically also implied through I got through the video. Uh, um, he also implied in the video that like sometimes you don't have nothing to prove though. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, that's 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 real. Yeah, this gonna be good conversations, you know, so especially somebody that came from the mud like that, and he and he made it to the big leagues. You know what I'm saying? Through his talent, and then he parlayed that into business. So that's the kind of you know trying to spark them kind of thoughts too, man. We don't want to be doom and gloom every week. I like I like the selection of topics that we come with, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate all the new listeners, man. Anybody that made it this far, once again, you too cool. Yeah, fucks with you, man. So support us. All, all you gotta do to support us is click that five stars. That's all we need. Subscribe and five stars. We not asking for no bread. You want to give us a topic, something you want us to talk about? We'll talk about it. It's cool. You already know. Smoke weed every day. Wakanda forever!